six of the thumbstick athletes podcast i'm your host dan i'm eric Corey. sorry <laughs> oh man <laughs> Corey, it's 326 or whatever what? screwed, screwed up big time screwed it up so Same what order every time boys yeah it's an off day it is <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that's we've true. we've had a plethora of technical difficulties already uh <laughs> it's probably only gonna get worse but this episode's probably going to sound a little different too. We are uh, the it'll sound after it's edited, it'll sound normal. We're gonna we're gonna take a break uh, and come back and do nibble bits for those in the live stream, and then uh, those listening on the episode, we're gonna have our part two of Middle Earth Shadow of War. So that's our main segment. Does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on the episode? Uh, I I bought Stardew Valley on the Switch, so I played some of that. I mean. You know, nothing really new there to talk about, but that's mm-hmm. that's the only thing different that I've been playing. Cool. Okay, Corey. Nope. Nothing from Corey. Will. Uh, more Mario and Rabbids, but other than that, nothing. Okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, like I said, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back with the main segment for those in the live stream. We'll be doing starting with nibble bits. So. We'll be back in just a moment. All right, welcome back. Are in our main segment of episode 326 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast, we are going to be talking uh, part two about Middle Earth Shadow of War. So last week, me and Corey covered the kind of early impression-y stuff. Um, I played a significant amount more, Corey. I know you played uh, a decent amount more, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, thoughts pretty much the same at this point? Pretty much the same. My... Uh... On a on a macro level, I would say the first third of the game is very familiar, yeah. uh, very similar to the first game, not in a bad way. Right. All the things you like from the first game, kind of reintroducing those. Uh, obviously, amped up for you know 2017, but um, after that, things get a little things get a little crazy uh, in a good way, I think, uh, with the stronghold stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I just did before we recorded. I, I knew that was like the big thing that I should experience before we we did the second part. So, uh, right up until about eight twenty eight, I think is when I when I stopped doing some of the stronghold stuff. Oh, really? Um, yeah, just because I knew we were recording at eight thirty. So, yeah, I did get all that in. Um, but yeah, that's really where the game kind of takes a turn. Um, yeah, that's where in a good the, way. Yep, the scale kind of it gets huge at that point. Yeah, like you really feel like you're having an influence on the world like there was a little bit of that in the first game you know taking out enemy captains or whatever but in this one you're actually like claiming pieces of land for yourself and and Mm -hmm. you have to enlist your orc captains and stuff to to help defend it and defend the region and stuff and 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 that's that's where the game like i said takes it to the next level yep and gets significantly more interesting uh for from my perspective so I did one stronghold battle. I didn't even know you could do it in the first area. Could you do it in the first area? No. Me, okay. Ithil? Yeah. No, I, I think maybe you come back to that one later. Okay. I, I, I thought I, I might have missed it, and I'm like, oh, I, I, okay, this is my first stronghold. 
I, I figured I had missed it in the first area and, you know, just happened to do it in the second area. But it's pretty cool because, um, you know, they, they introduce what you're familiar with in the first one. Yep. In the first area. And then in that second area is when they sort of task you with taking over the stronghold. Uh, and the way you do that is by, well, I mean, I guess you could just attack it right off the get-go, right? Yeah. There's no no requirements to doing that. It would just make the battle that much more difficult. But what they want you to do is kind of take out some of the war chiefs that are connected, or not the war chiefs, the captains that are connected to the war chiefs. Those are the guys who are defending the stronghold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the stronghold commander, right? Is yeah. that what he's called? I don't remember what is... the term they use for it, but yeah, the commander. Okay. Uh, so what you're doing is kind of working through the nemesis system through a number of different ways to weaken that stronghold. Uh, one thing I did was, I don't know if it's just assassin orcs that can do it, but you recruit orc captains onto your team, your assault team, uh, and what you can do with, I don't know if it's all of them or if it's just assassin type orcs, you can take them to infiltrate the enemy war chiefs. Uh, which I didn't actually see play out, so I'm not really entirely sure how that influences it, but what they do is they go to the fighting pit, and you can go and watch them fight other orcs so that they level up and earn the respect of the war chief so that they can get closer to them to ultimately exploit them. Somehow, I'm not sure how that plays out. Uh, I don't know if you, you saw that to its full That That part of stand. it was a little bit was, was scripted, but yeah, once once the game opens up a little bit, you, like, what I used it to to do is to uh, uh, turn the war chiefs the war chiefs over to my side so that they would betray the fort commander. Eventually. Okay. Um, and I, you know, influenced their their lower captains as well too uh, to try to solidify my position. Uh, but when you're planning the assault and stuff, like you get to assign the commanders that you have to the assault and and what their upgrades were, so what what pieces they're bringing to the to the table for the battle too, mm-hmm. which is very cool. Yeah, so if and if you're uh scouting out the war chiefs that you know you're going to fight um when you do when you actually assault the stronghold to take it over, you can kind of see what their weaknesses are mm-hmm. and recruit accordingly and yep. make your assault team accordingly. So if you know the war chiefs you're fighting are weak against fire or something like that, um then it kind of makes sense to include guys who have fire weapons in your assault team and not only that there's a whole other layer to this whole stronghold thing uh siege the siege weapons yep so every character depending on the type of orc they are has three different siege elements to them uh I, i i don't know the types of orcs off the top of my head but there's one that has help me out here dan do you remember specifically any three set of three siege Upgrades yeah, one that of them, like, have... one of them had uh, where your your sol- your siege soldiers would be mounted, so they would you know easily climb up walls, uh, and then like one was like heavy shield guys mm-hmm. would 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 be your soldiers, and then another one was that for that was like lobbers. They lo- they threw like fire bombs to to for their siege weaponry. Okay, um, that's just three examples of of what you can y- you could pick one of those and you unlock them with your in game currency, which is called Miriam, I believe. Um, so you unlock them that way and, and, uh, yeah, assign, assign one of those to each of your captains. Uh, the, at least the first battle, you can have three to assault fortress. It looks like it goes up to six ultimately. Yeah. You have to unlock those, those further slots. I actually unlocked the fourth slot 
um, for a fourth guy. Mm-hmm. So the way the actual stronghold assault works is when you're ready to take it over, um, you set your attack party. And as Dan mentioned, it's three to start. You pick their siege. Obviously, you want to you want to match up favorably against their siege. So if you see they have strong walls as one of their their siege um, upgrades, then you want to include sappers. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have an orc that has that capability, because then the sappers will do a lot of damage to the walls that are highly upgraded. Yep. Um, but you're also fighting in the battle as your character, whose name escapes me now, even though I've been playing the game for like Italian. 20 hours. Italian, thank Italian you. Italian, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he gets to fight in it too. And I mean, you're yourself. You're the same character you've been upgrading all along. So it's pretty easy for your guy just to run up, jump the walls and, yeah. and head in. But what they do is uh, each stronghold has a number of attack points. So you have to go and take over the attack points by defeating the orcs around it and getting your own guys in those attack points, uh, waypoints, whatever you want to call them. And then you take those over one by one. Uh, and then once you take all those over, you can actually assault and fight the commander of the stronghold mm-hmm. to defeat him and take over the stronghold. It's kind of a lot. It's a lot to explain too. It's, it's in practice, it's uh relatively straightforward and, and easy. Yeah. Um, I read a few complaints somewhere that someone thought that that stuff was a little bit convoluted, which I thought was crazy. Mm, and what, I don't know. In, I did. I didn't get specifics on in the review, but someone put as like a con for the game is that the systems get a little convoluted. But I haven't seen that at all. I mean, I played lots of Crusader Kings too. That's convoluted. <laughs> yeah, good point. This is not. It's no. It's, it's simple like, in comparison. I'd like to see them play a, a real convoluted game. Yeah. But yeah, I and I think some of that might come stem from the fact that they wanted an online. They wanted something that you do in game to be an online thing too. So similar to how metal gear solid five did their online, uh, that's kind of how this is set up. So once you take over a stronghold in single player in game, you set up the defense of it. So you take over the other side of it where you're positioning orcs as war chiefs and a commander of the stronghold and using defensive siege, uh, upgrades for those characters. And what happens then is once you set all that up, people online can come and raid your stronghold. Mm -hmm. Uh, What they do to your stronghold does not affect your single-player game, which I think is good. Yeah. But depending on how well they defend, and depending on the ranking and a bunch of other things, you get bonuses um, for doing nothing, really, just for setting up your fortress the right way, and then people try and take it over. And if it takes them longer than a certain amount of time, then you're going to get a better reward than if they did it really quickly. Mm-hmm. Did you do the online at all then? No. Uh, I thought about trying to go do an online thing, but I'm, I'm so enamored with like the single player stuff. I'm like, I, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So uh, just while we're on the subject, I'll talk about that. I did want to try that before we okay. went in and it was actually my first time turning on the online features at all. So I got to open my first crate uh-huh. Uh, which incidentally gave me all legendary orcs. Was that your experience? No, I got like three level fifteen ones. I think not very good, good ones. That that. So I, I just remember. got really lucky then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, four purple legendary orcs, all level twenty and above. Wow. Uh, granted, cool. I opened it. I opened it when I was level nineteen or something like oh, that. Okay. Twenty somewhere around there. But uh. Yeah, so you set up the defense of of the stronghold. Um, 
Oh yeah. So what I did was uh, after you get your first stronghold, it's it opens it up to online attacking of other people's strongholds. So I logged in. I wasn't really sure how this part of it worked. It just kind of it auto populated an opponent for me. And I assumed it did that based on my level, based on what they thought I could do, based on my rank, uh, all that stuff. But it was some Japanese name, which kind of took away from it a little bit because right. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't didn't know how to relate to this person. Um, so, yeah, I forgot where I was going. So I attacked uh, and it said if I beat it within five minutes or something like that, I would get the best upgrade mm-hmm. uh which i did and it, nice. you use you use your orcs the same way uh, you take over strongholds in the single player you set up your assault team and do it that way uh you're not actually fighting a human controlled character i wonder if there's a situation where you can probably not yeah, I, I imagine know. that would really unbalance things if they tried to figure out yeah, if they had two talions going yeah after each other yeah um but yeah, I, I took it over pretty quickly. Uh, but what was cool about it, and this kind of carries throughout the entire game, the way the the orc, the, all the orcs interact with each other and speak, you know, the functions of of what they do and stuff like that. Uh, one of my orc captains got killed mm. in the process, which was kind of a bummer. Um, because I think I did lose him permanently. If you're attacking. I think if you're attacking somebody online and you lose an orc, then it's done. It's gone in the single player too. I could be wrong about that, but anyway, uh, the orc that killed it, I got a vendetta mission. Oh. So then, yeah, what I got to do was go into this other person's game world and kill that orc that killed my orc oh. because I got a vendetta quest, Revenge. which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's just my favorite part of the game is the way the way you can do all that stuff with the orcs. I don't know if you got the death threat upgrade yes. ability. Um, I've not done it yet. Yes. Yeah, so what you can do is you can, the, the worms are the ones you grab and they reveal intel about the other orcs. Uh, and what you can do is when you grab one of them for the, the dominate, I think is the ability um, to steal information from them. You can send another orc captain enemy a death threat and that will upgrade their level and um the quality of the item you will receive when you kill them so i had a legendary orc that i let win a few battles so it leveled up a little bit and then i sent it a death threat to get a good item to get a better item out of it and then i went and killed it and got a really good legendary item out of it nice yeah the the nemesis system as good as it was in the first game it's it's definitely far improved in this game because I've are, I've had uh, an orc betray me so he he was one of my uh, you know under my command and and he betrayed me and attacked me when I was I was uh, at the time I was fighting a nemesis that I had mm-hmm. he had beaten me four five six times at various times throughout the the thing uh he never killed me he would humiliate me every time he beat me and he would just walk away <laughs> what so, a jerk <laughs> After after that happened twice, I was like, I, I've got to kill this guy. I'm going to go after him. So I went after him, and the the first time that I went after him was when the that one orc betrayed me. I don't know if it's because because I had been humiliated by him so many times, but he humiliated me another three or four times, and I kept going after him, kept going after him. He was one that didn't have a lot of weaknesses, at least mm-hmm. not ones that I could easily exploit, because he was always surrounded by other orcs. So you know, I had to fight them in addition to trying to kill him. 
uh, finally I got frustrated and I, I got, I, I uh, dominated a, a Grog, one of the big tall guys. And I yeah. smashed him to death with a Grog finally after he had humiliated me so many times. And it was very, very satisfying yeah. to see him die. I hope he comes back in some way, you know? That would be interesting because yeah. they, they sometimes they escape death even though they said that they've been killed. Yeah, the I think I talked about this last week. I had a, a one guy that I killed three times. Yeah, before he was finally dead for good. I, and I think he had a tag on his name like the Undying or something like that. Yeah. So I guess I should have known. But um, it's pretty it's pretty cool. And that's the again like the the characterization of the orcs and all the the nemesis system stuff is really what what makes the game um in addition to it just being a, a shit ton of fun to play yeah and controls you know? like a dream too i love 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 how it controls it's it's very tight feeling and um you know the the whole middle earth thing is a good setting for this type of game even though they took some liberties with the lore and the stories not particularly yeah. interesting that's definitely the worst part of the game but it, yep. everything else is so much fun it makes up for that and easily yeah i'm glad you said that too because i have literally no idea what's going on in this story and i don't even care anymore yeah. i just kind of like skip through it yeah i'm just like just let me kill some more orcs you know yep. like i don't care about this and it, it, and i think because of the point you made about them taking liberties it kind of like means less because it's like well how much of this is actual lord of the rings lore and how yeah. much of this is just one-off stuff that doesn't matter that nobody will care about so maybe yeah. i shouldn't either as somebody who cares about lord of the rings you know yep. yeah me i'm a i'm definitely a stickler for lore and especially like lord of the rings but it's fine like i just feel like it's its own thing at this point and it can not do whatever it wants because i whatever it wants because i kind of want it to s still feel like lord of the rings and, and it does um but yeah the the story doesn't hasn't done anything for me so Zephyr asked the question in the chat, Dan. Um, yeah. Is it more or less interesting than Shadow of Mordor? He said he lost interest pretty early in the first one. I would think that if you didn't really like Shadow of Mordor, you're probably not going to like Shadow of War. Only because the game is so similar. There's a few like upgraded abilities, and the Nemesis system's a bit more robust and interesting. Uh, but if none of that stuff interested you before, you know, it might, it, this might not change your mind. Yeah, I would say, I mean, because you lost interest early, excuse me, if you liked the gameplay, but yeah. just lost interest in the game overall, then I would say give it a sh I'll give it a shot, because yeah. I do think there's more going on later in the game to keep it interesting than there was in, in Shadow of, of Mordor. Yeah. Um, as much as I like Shadow of Mordor, I will admit by the end of it, I was getting a little bit bored. Yeah. Uh, and I, I kind of thought that game was too easy. Yeah. And I'm still sort of getting that impression with this one. I've died once. Yeah. I've, I've, I think I've only died once, too. Yeah. Like I said, like, the orc that kept beating me never never killed me. He only humiliated me and walked away. And so. I'm never... I'm never to the point where, like, I won't approach a captain because I'm worried it's too difficult, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what level they are, what rank they are. I just go for it, and I have yet, I mean, other than that one time I died, I have mm -hmm. yet to fail. I feel like you die more at the beginning, too, because you're, you know, you still haven't unlocked all your abilities, and, you you know, it, it took me a while to get the ones that I had from the first game and the second one and, and remember all that stuff and remember to use it, so... Now yeah. the more abilities you unlock, usually the easier it gets, too, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he said the gameplay was fine. The story was just kind of meh. Well, if, if <laughs> yeah. you're if you're looking for story, uh, stay away. Yeah, it's it's still meh. Um, mm-hmm. It it's more epic just because of the stuff that happens, but it's also a little bit more ridiculous, but in a good way, I think. Um, not in a bad way. I would like to see them. I mean, there's going to be a third game, right? I would think. I would like to see them go like, just go totally off the rails, and just go with the orcs fork was focused on orc lore you know yeah well i, I think there i mean i was when shadow of mordor first came out there was discussion of that and the orcs don't really have lore yeah that's know? what i'm saying create it oh create it's it. not okay. there yeah fill yeah, in the blanks I mean, why not they're yeah, doing they that have, anyway they don't have history books or anything like that they have no recorded history you know they're short-lived too yeah. <laughs> for the most part i'll say <laughs> It'd be cool to if they kept the statistic of how many orcs you've killed in Shadow of War. It probably, probably does. I feel like Shadow of Mordor kept track. Oh, yeah, that's a good way. point. Probably does. It's got to be in there. Because I've killed a lot of orcs. A lot of orcs. Me too. But that's I do, the fun of it. That is the fun of it. And uh, the, the one sort of complaint I have, like, the, I don't consider the story stuff a complaint because I don't care about it and I'm enjoying yeah. the game just fine without it. Mm-hmm. The one issue I have is just the amount of different things you can do that you kind of forget. Yeah. I don't know if you've come across that, but, like, all the the elven light attacks and the executions and the freezing and the pinning and the just everything you can do that I, I – it's hard to keep track of how many different things you can do. Uh, and I don't know how what the solution is because that's also part of what makes the game so enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, because it, it controls really well. And, yeah, and because you can do all these different things. The yeah. only thing I would suggest is just like constantly having mini quests that prompt you to do those actions. You know what I mean? Yep. I think something like that would work. And they kind of do that with um with the items that you get and they have the items have little quests attached to them like assassinate five orcs um yeah. from up high and stuff like that so or there the, is kind of that but the parts where you play as kelebrimbor too do that right a little bit yep yep they show you how to take advantage of the skills that you have uh but i just think like a constant like ever flowing yeah. quests you know Use use your freeze on this, you know, use your freeze on Caragors or something ten times, you know, something like that. I don't even know if you can freeze Caragors. Did you get to ride a Drake, Dan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty fun. It is fun. Like I said, it's like uh, Drogon burning up the wagon train. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's true. You had done like. it last week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was. I just did it today, so yep. it, was, it was fun. <laughs> it is fun torching up a whole fort. Yep. And uh, it was part of a, a mission I was doing, the one where, I don't, I don't know if you did it, but you had to blow up, you had to explode 15 orcs. Oh, yeah, yep. So it was kind of fun to blow up the barrels and stuff with the by breathing the fire with the dragon. Yeah, was, that's the, the one drake. you don't get right away, too. You have to fight the drakes while you're fighting the orcs, right? Yeah, that's you have to one kill drake. one drake and then explode 15 orcs. Yeah. which is, that one? That one took me, like, probably three tries to do before I got it. Mm-hmm. You have to have more kills than the Drake, too. Yep, yep, that's that. Yep, that was the requirement. So it's easier to kill one and then steal one. That way. Okay. Any other thoughts? I don't think so. Uh, I imagine we'll probably talk a little bit more about it. I want to mess around with some more of the online features. Yeah. And see what's going on there. 
I did uh, do an online vendetta. That's the only thing I've done online. Oh, nice. So okay, I avenged um, somebody. And I still feel like. Oh, have you been attacked? Has your fortress been attacked by? Not that I know of. Okay, I haven't played it probably well, maybe since Monday or Tuesday night. Okay, I would say. So, um, I still feel that all the hullabaloo about the the loot crates is overblown. Yeah, uh, definitely. At this point, doesn't... after playing it for twenty five, thirty hours, you can yeah. completely ignore all that stuff if you want to. Yeah. And you still earn them. You can still earn them by doing online stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're if you really want loot crates, I mean, there's a way to do it. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. But that's all I got. That's all I have too. Uh, yeah. I, th- I mean, I think it's an awesome game. Yeah. I can't see that changing. No. So. So much fun. It is a lot of fun. All right. So yeah, we're gonna take a break and. After that, get back into nibble bits with the rest of the athletes. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Episode 330, no, 326 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our nibble bits segment. I should mention, too, that I've, I've, I had to listen to the playback of my voice in order to record from one computer. So it's a little bit behind too which is really annoying but i've just got to deal with it for now that's the issue when you use the headset right that's what happened before i have to in order to record audacity and, and skype at the same time on the same oh time. oh yeah because you're not doing having the separate caller for the recording yeah, only for whatever reason that computer decided it wanted to only have a 310 kbps wireless connection i don't know what's wrong with it so Maybe it has something to do with that Wi-Fi security vulnerability. Did you hear about that one? A little bit, yeah, maybe. Although all of yeah. our other devices are working fine. But, we I mean, that's the only wireless computer we have, so maybe that is part of the problem. But anyway, nibble bits. Eric, we'll start with you. What do you got? Oh, my goodness, Dan. Caught me right off guard. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I've got two this week, as it turns out. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for, th- this one is actually kind of two discussions in one, but um visceral has been shut down by ea and as soon as i saw that i thought well shit what about that star wars game yeah Mm -hmm. you know what do you guys think i I saw that they said um they're kind of not necessarily going back to the drawing board but maybe you know Mm kind of are going back to the drawing board a little bit it was uh it was becoming a um, kind of a linear experience and if i had to guess ea may not be super happy with that because a lot of people are looking for more open world stuff now so maybe that's what they're doing but mm-hmm. um i don't know as long as it still comes out yeah it, it, and sometimes it's better if they hand it off to another developer with you know what's already there and they refine that or whatever but yeah what else did visceral do i know they did dead space which i didn't like uh that was really the only one that stuck out to me from, okay. what, from reading it. I don't remember any of the other stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting timing for that to happen. Yeah, I mean, people are chomping at the bit for Star Wars stuff, and yeah. that's obviously going to delay whatever's going on with that game. Yeah, people uh, were all upset, and pitchfork, Pitchfork's out for EA. Sure. I mean, it's this not like we couple. had really timeline for a release or anything like that it's not that big of a deal yeah i'm not too upset about it is there other one supposed to come out soon isn't that supposed to be like next year 
Not the visceral one, but... Mm, I don't there, know. There's another one. They opened a new studio for it. It was one of those things that they showed off at E3 and, like, nobody got any info out of yeah, them, like, what they couple, were doing. Was it a couple screens or... Yeah, it was just like, oh, we're doing two Star Wars games and everybody lost it. Yeah. And that was that. It was like Nintendo when they said we're doing a Metroid and a Pokemon game for Switch. Yep. And my second one. Uh, the Nintendo Switch firmware 4.0 was released and it features things such as video capture so you can do 30 second clips on select games. Not all games, but uh, Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey. Arguably the biggest titles on there are uh, available for clips. Mm -hmm. um, you can transfer user profiles and save data to other Switch consoles. There are new profile pictures to choose from, from Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey. And you can now pre-purchase games on the eShop. Nice. Yeah. So it's a nice little update, I thought. I think the transfer data one is the, the big one there. A lot of people were asking for that. It's not the most convenient thing, but... At least you know, if you are sending your Switch in for repairs or whatever, you can save your data so it's not going to get screwed up. I got to be honest, I it has really bothered me that I can't pre-order games on the eShop. Oh, yeah? I had, there's no reason. Cause yeah. like, it even says in the article I was just reading from, like, <laughs> they're not going to run out of digital copies. No. So who cares? But it really does bother me. Does it automatically download if you buy it? Well, too? that's the thing. I don't know. Probably not, but it should. Yeah, it, sh it absolutely should, but yeah, it won't. Nintendo wouldn't allow such a thing. Me and Will were talking about that the Too other day. Too forward thinking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as good as the Switch is and as interesting of a system yeah. it is, it still suffers from Nintendo problems. You it know? was the, uh, you need to have the game two weeks before it tells you how long you've played. That's what it was, yep. Yeah, like, how dumb is that? There's no reason. Mm-hmm. It's it's ten days is what what the number is because I saw other people complaining about that too. Yeah, that's all I had, Dan. Okay, Will, what do you got? Ooh, me, Dan. Uh, so my first one is Age of Empires Definitive Edition has been delayed to spring 2018. Uh, what the Definitive Edition is, it's all of the games. Uh, Age of Empires one, two, and three all kind of. Re reworked, remastered, sort of, uh, and they're all going to be released back onto PC. Pretty interested in that. The release date was supposed to be October nineteenth, so that would be today, actually. Right. Uh, that it would that it would be out. Uh, and now I got a early twenty eighteen quarter one window. So um, quarter one, late quarter one, early quarter two. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. I'm going to be getting it, and I'm really looking forward to the Age of Empires four too. Is anybody interested in the Definitive Edition? This Me? Is... Yeah, as long no. as it comes out on Steam. No okay. Games for Windows. Crap. Oh, yeah, good point. That would probably be a deal breaker for me, to be honest. Yeah, because it's not something I want to play. Like, you know, there's a couple games. Like, Forza Horizon was a game I, I had to play no matter what, so I bought it in the Xbox PC store. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the New Age of Empires is probably not one of those games. Or even the remasters. Nope. So. I'm looking now, and I don't see if it's going to be on games for Windows. I don't think they've specified. My guess is it will be, Maybe but also first. Steam. Ugh, I hope not. Well, they, I mean, they put Halo Wars on Steam, like fairly recently. The first one, I don't think the second one's on there yet, but no, it, it isn't. Gives me hope that they're going to release more games on Steam. 
there is no need for like six different gaming platforms. I don't want Bethesda's. I don't want Steam's. I don't want Origins. I don't want Blizzard. Like I don't want all of them. I just want one or two. Yeah. You play games for Windows or whatever. Ah, mm-hmm. it's annoying. Um, blast from the past. You remember the Master Chief Collection? Yeah. Yeah. So in 2017, we're still getting fixes <laughs> for this game. When the new Xbox launches, which is going to actually in 2018 is when these fixes are coming. So when the Xbox One X comes out, um, they're going to be working on the Master Chief Collection yet again to fix more multiplayer uh, matchmaking bugs in the game. Are people still playing that? My word. I guess so. I, I I think if you want to play an older Halo game, that's your go-to. Yeah, I guess. But still, I can't believe that after four years, like we're still getting fixes for this game. Like it was in that bad a shape when it came out. That. That was brutal. I pretty much swore it off pretty early because of all yeah. the issues I had. Which is unfortunate I because we gave that one of our lousy awards. Oh, Steamy we gave turd. it Steamy Turd. Yeah, Steamy we gave it turd. Steamy Turd. Nice, good for us. <laughs> Maybe Steamy Turd wasn't around in 2014. Maybe I could check. A different form. Yeah, check for it real quick. I do have the master dock. It will take me a while to find, so okay. continue. But, okay, yeah, it's weird, though. My first thought was why that game came out in 2014. Yeah. That's crazy to me. That was a long time ago. Um... Yeah, moving on to my last one. Uh, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are going to be the very the very last games on the 3DS. Um, basically, the creative director of the game said that when they made X and Y, they wanted to push the system to its limits. They thought they did. They did Sun and Moon. Um, they figured out they were able to push it a little bit further. And just now they said Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are pretty much maxed out on the specs of the 3DS, and they're going to be moving on to the Switch after that. Um, the more that I read about Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, the more I'm interested in getting it, too. Um, they're really changing up a lot of the story stuff and uh, the Pokedex and all that, so I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what they what they do with that because um, I was definitely not getting it, but now I'm more 50-50 on if I'm going to get it at some point, so... Um, I'm pretty much ready for a Pokemon Switch game to see kind of how they they push it more and more. Really looking forward to that. It's nice to see that as many years as it's been since the 3DS came out, just now they're starting to get to the maximum capacity for the system, you know? Yeah, it's crazy, like, when I play Sun and Moon, or when I did, like, like, I would notice that there were frame frame rate drops and stuff like that, and, like, the... Although the graphics are very stylized, like it did look bad in some spots, but you know that's just kind of I'm not playing Pokemon for kind of the graphical uh, capabilities of the game. I kind of don't. That's that's very very minor to me. So I'm kind of interested to see what they can do with a full fledged Switch console Pokemon game. It's for collecting Pokemans. Yeah, and I've been playing Pokemon a lot again. So um, that's it for me though. Corey, are you ready yeah, to I'm here. a piece of information? I am. So in 2014, we had the Game I Refuse to Play Award. Okay. This is the only place it's showing up in the Master Dock. But I can't tell you if it came in second or fourth for Game I Refuse to Play. But it was it was there. Okay. 
Gotcha. It's just how I have them ordered. I don't know if I put first place first or if I put first place last. Mm-hmm. What's what's uh what's action? What's what? Sorry, you cut out. What's right after the Master Chief Collection? That might give us some indication. Drive Club? Would that have been number one? I, I can't otherwise, imagine. Otherwise, Dungeon Keeper would have been number one. That was that EA game that was riddled with microtransactions or something like that. Yeah, that people love the original. Right. And they bastardized. But I don't think you guys would have picked that one. It probably was Drive Club. Yeah. I'm thinking it was Drive Club. So yeah, Halo came in, Master Chief Collection came in second. Okay. Sounds good. All right. uh, I'll go quick with my nibble bit. Let me call my screen here. Okay, so uh, apparently there is a Easter egg in some Russian-made vehicles, Russian vans specifically, that let you play Tetris on the little dashboard screen, Russia, Russia being the kind of quintessential place for Tetris, obviously. Um, but it, I guess it's through a pretty weird series of events that you can unlock it, so people think that this was leaked and not discovered on accident because uh, here are the steps to unlock Tetris on your on your little dash screen. So you have to turn the ignition on, start the car, activate the right turn signal for three blinks, two click the trip odometer reset twice, uh, push the clutch five times, rev the engine to 2,000 RPMs while turning on the left turn indicator. And that's how what? you unlock Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> that crazy where do they come up with this stuff i don't know but that's what you know that's what it says in the article too like you know someone didn't find that out by accident someone leaked that whoever oh definitely Uh, because that's not something you would discover by accident i don't think the chances of that are slim anyway well unless you were messing around with the software or something and just discovered it yeah that it was in there but it could very well be uh how long until that gets removed I don't know. I can't. Can you do imagine. it while you, can you play it while you're driving? Not really, because it's the little <laughs> knobs on the dash. You know, like the trip odometer stuff. So you can. You could. You technically could, unless it like locks it out when you put the car into drive or something or the van. But I don't know. I thought that was neat. That's a lawsuit. <laughs> it's Russia. Yeah, if it was in the lawsuit US, in the United States. Yeah, it was in the U.S. That would absolutely be a lawsuit. But Russia, yep. you know, it's whatever. Whatever flies. Uh, so that's my little bit. Corey, what do you got? Nothing. Nothing. I, fa- I found nothing newsworthy this week. Except for except for the visceral news, but somebody beat me to it. So, right. Eric. Oh, I beat you to one, finally. You did. Okay. How was your week, Corey? Uh, boy, yeah, not much to talk about there either. Um Usually I try and think of a movie or something new that I watch, but there really hasn't hasn't been much. Nothing tickled your fancy, huh? What did I do over the weekend? Oh, uh, yeah, I went home to the to Dan's neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to hang out with his children Sunday afternoon, and uh, me and the lady went to the corn maze, the world famous Newark Valley corn maze. We didn't do the maze. Um, we both kind of didn't want to. And once you've done a corn maze, unless there's something really drastically different, it's kind of the same. You know? There's and a huge d- one near me. Like, I think I read it was the biggest one in the U.S. I, I believe it. Um, 
Yeah, but it's like, I guess I would go to another one if it had more going on than walking through corn. Maze, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, if you I've actually never booby done traps. One. Yeah, booby traps. You know, maybe some actors or something. Zombies. Yeah, maybe that kind of yeah, stuff. Like children of the corn. A gimmick yeah. to go with it. Uh, then I then I'd be into it. But uh, we didn't do that. We did shoot the pumpkin gun. My accuracy is really bad. Um, not much else to talk about, really. Uh, it's been kind of a kind of a quiet week. It was it was good to get home and relax a little bit. But yeah, not much to report. It's hard didn't to you... aim the pumpkins because obviously they're not the same shape, and they all shoot out of the gun kind of weird. Well, it's surprisingly so. The there's a an actual pumpkin gun that shoots the little pumpkins. And then there's the corn cop gun. Um, the corn cop gun looks lame to me. And that kind of is like, you have to like arc it a lot. And that one doesn't shoot very straight, but I feel like the pumpkin one is, is relatively, uh, relatively on, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you shoot, shoot it the exact same way twice, it will probably go pretty close to the same spot. And at least yeah. that's been my experience with it. But I did it was it last year or two years ago and i couldn't hit anything because like the pumpkin would like whiz off like a Uh ball maybe there was maybe one exploded in the chamber or something maybe what were you gonna say eric uh no i wasn't on last week and i listened to the episode and i thought somebody had asked you for beer recommendations and you had said you might have another one for him oh yeah so i did uh what did i have I didn't have anything new uh, until Monday. Uh, we had a couple friends over, and I went and bought a Brooklyn, not Brooklyn, Bronx Brewery combo pack and had a couple of their beers. I can't remember the names of off the top of my head, uh, but they were surprisingly good, especially for out of a can. Uh, I generally prefer good beers out of a bottle, but for canned beer, this was pretty good. Uh, there was an IPA that I liked, not too strong, but had a, a good hop flavor, which I which I like. I like light beers with strong hop flavors. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Bronx Bronx Brewery. Mm-hmm. Thanks for remembering, Eric. I did want to talk about that too. A miracle. Yep. Okay. Nothing else, yep. Corey. No, I'm just a boring guy. Okay. What do you got, Eric? Um, not too much myself either um i i did have a television recommendation i've been watching mind hunter mind hunter on netflix mm. um it's fucking awesome really That's, enjoying I've heard it. good things about that yeah my wife and i have been uh blazing through it where uh we have three episodes left i think there's 10 episodes um so i actually watched three episodes before we started tonight which was great um so enjoying that and what else um, has, I, has my friend Jeff ever been on our podcast? I don't think so. No? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, he's coming to visit tomorrow. Uh, we're going to the Virginia soccer game, and then we're going to see Third Eye Blind tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And uh, doing whatever Saturday, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Third Eye Blind, that'll be nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking Jealous. forward to it. Actually, it sold out really quickly, and tickets on StubHub are going for like a hundred and some bucks. Yeah, they're still pretty popular. I guess. I didn't realize that. I'm hoping that they only play their old stuff, but, you know? Yeah, they did have, they did have, uh, didn't an album come out last year? They, yeah, they've still been putting some albums out. Hmm. But, uh, Tito in the chat asked what Mind Hunter is about, so I will tell briefly. 
it's uh it's about these two guys uh they i think they both had kind of the same job uh one was doing um negotiation tactics he was he's in the fbi and he teaches about negotiation negotiation tactics and things of that nature but the two of them start working together um and are doing a study about psychology of serial killers now I don't know if this is a true story or not, or like loosely based on true story, but the term serial killer did not exist when this was going on. And I think it's kind of how they came to call it serial killer. Hmm. I I can't remember what they call it right in the show. I think it's like, I don't remember, but anyway, uh, the times where they interview the serial killers uh, that are in jail to kind of, you know, put together their study and they plan on writing a book and releasing it and all that is, is it's really good stuff to watch very intense um but they also use it to kind of solve other crimes so you've kind of got you know the bigger picture story going on as well as some smaller stuff going on around that so it's it's really cool i like it a lot nice yeah uh is there anything else i don't i don't think i got anything else oh holy crap yankees anybody else been watching the yankees yeah, yeah i have i've yankees. been yeah i don't yeah. i don't want yeah, I'm excited about it. I don't want to be a fair weather fan. I mean, I've been off the. Oh, I'm t- I'm totally fine with being a fair weather fan. Are you? Uh, oh I yeah. That guy. I. The way. Go ahead, Will. Sorry. I was gonna say the way I look at it is we've all been Yankee fans our whole life. Right. Well, I, I mean, yes. I mean, I've I'm still a Yankee fan, but like I stopped watching after Jeter and all those guys retired. Yeah. So um, I I I've always felt like I only had room in my life to really follow two sports at a time mm-hmm. like closely so soccer kind of took over for baseball after jeter and rivera and those guys retired um but yeah no i'm excited that the yankees are doing well and um i'm in a group chat with jeff who's a huge yankees fan and two other guys who are brothers who are both huge red sox fans so listening to the three of them kind of go back and forth has kind of gotten me back into it a little bit because a, I wanted to be on Jeff's side because yeah. I grew up a Yankees fan and yep. like you know I wanted to defend Jeff and yeah I hate the Red Sox and I always will regardless <laughs> yeah. of how much I watch baseball. So anytime I can get in on some Red Sox bashing, I will certainly do it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, always, always game for that. I did it in the chat a minute ago. I mentioned how the Yankees were taking care of the business that the Red Sox couldn't. Yep. <laughs> to Dave, who is from Boston. Did they uh, end up advancing? Oh, it's three two, Dan. Okay, game I, I game tomorrow talk. night. So, tomorrow. So Jeff is a, a fucking humongous Yankees fan. I I didn't realize tomorrow is the next game, and we're gonna be at the Third Eye Blind concert. We're not even gonna see it. <laughs> oh, I go, dude, that is brutal. I'm sorry. That's all right. Hopefully they'll lose, and then you can watch Game Seven. <laughs> yeah, I mean Game Seven would be the next night, right? I would think. Yeah, I'm sure you'd rather they just win. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I would. I think we would prefer that they just win, but, we, yeah. you know, eh, whatever. What are you going to do? Yep. I also have a very strong dislike of the Dodgers, so. Oh, okay. come. Uh, I don't really like many L.A. sports team. I don't like the the young D-bags of America wearing their flat-brim L.A. Dodger hats. What's wrong with yeah. the Diamondbacks, Will? Fair. Oh, if it was the Diamondbacks, I'm all I'm all for it. I like the Diamondbacks. Is oh, D bags. Yeah. I thought you said D backs. No. Oh. Yeah. I was like, what? That's a 
Corey's pretty smart. He knows that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just don't like a lot of uh, LA sports teams to begin with. On top of like the the Dodgers are like the tool team that a lot of people like. So I have a soft spot for the Dodgers. The only person I ever met that was a Dodgers fan I didn't like. like there you go. Yeah, all the Dodger fans I know I don't particularly care for. I don't have a strong dislike for any baseball team except for the Red Sox. Mm -hmm. But my dislike for them makes up for uh, for the rest of the league. (laughs) Did anybody see the video of A-Rod putting the Yankees jacket on Ortiz? No. No. They work together now. Uh, commentating, it's actually really good, but um, he he was Ortiz didn't realize it was a Yankees jacket. And he was kind of sitting, not facing a Rod, and he came up behind him and just put like a jacket over him, and it was a Yankees jacket. And he saw it and he started freaking out. <laughs> nice, that's good. Do you guys see the Yankees do that thumbs down thing to each other? Yeah. Do you guys know what that's from? Didn't a fan do it to him? It was a Mets fan when the Yankees had to play a uh, makeup game in City Field. So when they were playing there against, I think it was against the Rays, uh, a bunch of like a Mets fan went there and was giving the thumbs down and like the camera was on it. So like that was like his thing. So now the Yankees adopted that as their thing. So that's why all the fans do the thumbs down. And like when DD hit, I think it was the double, like he looked to the dugout and did the (laughs) thumbs down. Yeah, I think Todd Frazier was a big part of that from what I can tell. Yep, Todd Frazier does it a lot. Oh, of course, like Todd Frazier. My God, he looks, you'd love to have a beer with a guy like that. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's a professional baseball player. He looks like he's a janitor. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I love about baseball. He's a better fit on, like, the pro bowling tour. Yep. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, yeah, I mean, you, can, you got a guy like him. You get a guy like CeCe Sabathia who weighs 300 pounds. Yeah. You know? But he's <laughs> still dominating. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Did you see when uh, he dove for uh, – it was like a short pop fly. And he, he – I, I don't know if you'd say he dove for it, but he, he lunged for the ball in front of him. And he his knee hit the ground and it looked like – I mean, he just put a – divot in the ground with his knee. <laughs> Just a divot. Uh, uh, good old CC Sabathia. It was cool, though, because when I turned into, I forget what game it was, right away, Joe Buck brought up referencing uh, the quote-unquote Aaron Boone game. Oh. And I was like, how perfect timing was it for me to tune in? Because I'm pretty sure yeah. that's the last baseball game I watched. Yeah, but also, <laughs> fuck Joe Buck. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty great. Actually, I got an uh, an alert on my phone from ESPN out of nowhere the other day. It said today, like however many years ago today was the Aaron Boone home run. Wow. Nice. And it showed a clip of it. And I was like, oh, man, that's that's awesome. Amazing day. Yep. Never forgive my parents for making me go to bed that night. Yeah, yeah that's brutal. Live and learn. Yeah. Now, when you when you have kids, you won't send them to bed. Uh, I would never do uh, such a heinous thing. It really was. Uh, quite frankly, I think they owe you something for that. I should bring that up to them tomorrow. That is maybe my oh, it's top three sports moments of all time for me. Tell them you're still scarred from it. I think I'm going to milk this for the next like 10 years yeah. with them. Every, every right to. Just drop hints that you're going to, to a, see a therapist, and when they eventually ask you why... <laughs> Do you remember that cold October night many years ago? Just haven't Man. been able to shake it. <laughs> it's 
my dark hey, passenger. I heard all you celebrating downstairs, and I, the, the sound of that haunts me to this day. <laughs> I just whenever I hear Aaron Boone, I get a shake. <laughs> get the shivers. Oh man. The once in a great while he's mentioned in conversation. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I. The only time I ever hear his name is when that home run gets brought up. Yeah. That's all he needs. Nice. Okay. Where who who are we on? I don't even remember. I I interrupted to okay. talk about the Yankees. So, Eric, you're, you're all set. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, Will, what do you got? I got nothing, really. I've just been doing school, playing video games. Excited for Fire Emblem Warriors tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, is that tomorrow? Yep. Yep. I actually just wanted to check the shipping on mine because I've it shipped very early this morning and I've gotten no updates about it since, which worries me because Amazon has. Uh, occasionally drop the ball on the timing of their shipping, so that's not something I want to get late. Because if it doesn't come tomorrow, it probably won't come until next week, which will frustrate me. Well, it says it's in Lancaster, New York, so... Should Lancaster? Yeah. Uh, for me, I don't... I didn't really have anything this week. I finally got my... I think I talked about it when I got my new phone, but my uh, free gifts from samsung the wireless charging dock and the 128 gigabyte micro sd card uh, i finally got that stuff today it's well over a month later since i've got i got the no maybe it's about a month since i got the phone but uh, the wireless charger is awesome works great and the 120 gigabyte micro sd card i'm putting in my switch as soon as i get the opportunity so i won't need to buy another one for that because i can't imagine i'll use all the space on my phone you that wireless chargers for your phone? Yeah. So what do you just set it on a mat? Yeah, it's it's one that is a mat or it folds up, so it's a dock, so it's like standing up. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. How long That's... until they make like tables out of the material that charges your phone? Um, I mean, you can, probably, you can just you could probably get a really thin one and like put it into a table. Wow. Because you can buy one for like twelve bucks off of Amazon. How long until we can carry those around in our pockets and then whenever our phone's in our pocket, it charges? Yeah, I mean, some people, th- th- what they're working on is like like whole room wireless charging for devices. Mm. So, you know, you would just walk into a room and have your phone or whatever device in your pocket and it would charge. Is that, do you think that's like the way technology is going rather than, because obviously improving batteries has become increasingly difficult. Do you think yeah. we're just getting to the point where... They're just going to say, well, you're just going to be charging all the time, so you don't need to worry about it. Mm. I pro- probably not. It, it, they're probably just going to continue to improve on efficiency of the devices that we have. Mm, um, I don't know about that. Well, I feel like every time there's an iOS update, the efficiency decreases. Oh, really? Well, Agreed. I mean, if you, if you look at graphics cards on PCs, you know, that's a, a thing that's taken significantly less power with every new generation. So, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like the, the things that you use a smartphone for are getting more and more, you know, so yeah. it might, it probably kind of balances out the improvements on efficiency and the more uses that you have for your device. So who knows? Uh, and that's all I have for my week. So should we get right into what we played? Yeah. All right. Uh, Eric, let's hear about Stardew Valley, because I also played a crap ton of Stardew Valley on the Switch. 
Um, I didn't play a crap ton. And I don't really have too much to say. I still enjoy Stardew Valley, and I just kind of pick it up casually to play it. Um, uh, I made a farm also by the river, Dan. Yeah. Um, I've been doing a lot of fishing. Mm-hmm. What's the most efficient way to start making money right from the beginning? Berries. Berries, he says. Mm-hmm. Is that in spring? There's different berries for every season, I believe, except for okay. winter. Um, I think, Dan, they changed some of that stuff. Maybe. When I did st- you play last? I seem to remember no. there being some sort of... Oh, okay. So if, if you're current, then that's fine. I just seem to remember there being some sort of balance update with... Yeah, with uh, they, crops. I remember, like when I first discovered blueberries, I made a killing the first time I I grew those. Uh, they might have like lowered the amount per berry that you get, but it's still a lot. And like you plant them once, and it just regrows, so you don't have to keep replanting everything. So okay. it, it, it's less time spent working on your farm, and more time you can spend fishing or or mining or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I I've just been doing the normal stuff um i'm going after the redhead penny penny yeah yeah going after penny uh that's really it it's just a fun fun game to pick up casually for me i don't i don't really get into as much as you dan but uh, i do enjoy it yeah i'm about halfway through winter of the first year um i've got coop i just built a barn and have a cow in it that's finally producing milk um dan where do you where do you go to build places again the, it's uh where the town is and then you go yeah. like up and then there's the community center if okay. you go up from there that's where the it's it's a house okay and you go in the woman's house and and it's yeah. what the hell's her name robin i think robin it's robin yeah and she, okay. you know, she sells building materials too, like stone and wood and yeah. windows and whatnot. But yeah, that's where you go. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 great. I I did get the left speaker audio crackle. That's been a bug that people have been complaining about. Oh um, no. Yeah, it's it's a little bit annoying, but it's not all the time. It seems to be like when you go into a new area, it'll crackle a little bit and then if you go into another area it'll go away and it'll come back and go away but it's only mildly annoying it's not enough to keep me from playing it so good stuff I can imagine I'll spend another 70 hours playing Stardew Valley yeah I'll take blame it, you take it with God, I, God how I wish everybody's golf was on the switch oh yeah yeah that's begging for a golf game. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, golf store golf would be perfect for it too. Go- golf stories, you know, it's a golf game, but it's not. No, I want something a little more in depth, golf wise. Yeah. Mm. For the Switch, maybe like uh, what is it? The Golf Club Two. Golf Club, yeah. Golf Club, Golf Club Two. That would be a good one. But anyway, uh, that's all I played other than lots of Shadow of War. So, Corey, did you play anything? Just Shadow of War. Just That's Shadow it. of War. Will? I played and beat Mario Rabbids hey. Kingdom Battle. Yeah. Well done, Will. Yeah, I really liked that game. I had a little difficulty with the final boss, Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
just kept getting to the point where, like, I didn't expect Bowser to regenerate so many times. Yeah, that's a hard uh, fight. Yeah, so, like, at the end, like, I went in with Yoshi, Mario, and Rabbit Luigi, mm-hmm. and pretty much came out with just Rabbit Luigi. Uh, and the thing that made it really difficult was the spawning of enemies that he did in between each phase. Uh, and it was the enemies, like, I really struggled with the ones with the shield, the big guys. Yeah. Who shot the ink, the, the ink gun. So you couldn't attack. I really had a hard time with that. So, um, yeah, but I ended up getting through it. I persevered because I'm a champion. But nice. uh, So I played that, beat that. I wanted to get that done before Fire Emblem Warriors came out, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, because that game will not be leaving my Switch for... until Mario Odyssey comes out. Yeah, only a week, you're right. <laughs> hey, Dan. Yo. Don't you think somebody who really likes uh, the Warriors games would would enjoy Shadow of War? The Warriors games? Maybe. Yeah. There's Dynasty some Warriors, Fire Emblem Warriors. There's some similarities. Some. Well, yeah. I, it I doesn't like... control the same at all. Yeah, that's fair. The only similarity would be that you're fi- you can potentially be fighting a lot of enemies at the same time. With it's the captains and yeah, it's true, no Lubu. But it can p- controls completely differently. I think right. I think if you like warriors and Assassin's Creed, you would like Middle Earth, right? Yeah, it's yeah. more bad guys to fight usually. Yeah, then it's like it's not as many as uh, Dynasty Warriors, uh, but it's more than Assassin's Creed, right? Yeah. yeah, that's a fair assessment. Speaking of Assassin's Creed, I don't know why, but I'm really wanting Origin, Assassin's Creed Origin. You gonna get it? I don't think I can financially do it. Is that the new one? Yeah, that's the one that comes out next week. I don't know. I it might be a game that I wait and see reviews and see if well, it goes on. Like all the Black Friday deals and go get. Th- that's what I'm thinking. Get, like buy, you know, buy two get one freeze and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I like to get these games digitally so we can. Yeah, I gotta tell you though, I'm really not interested in many of them. No. No. That one being one that I'm not interested in. Maybe I'll just. I, I, I still don't have the time anymore. It's got to be the right game. Yeah. Uh, after that, no, I don't really have too much to talk about. I pretty much played Pokemon and Mario Rabbids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shall we get into feedback? Yeah. Feedback it is. We're flying through this episode. Did anybody play more Cuphead? No, I haven't since. I haven't either, Corey. I did play, uh, well, Dan's calling up feedback. I did play a little briefly uh, two-player Cuphead on Monday. It was pretty fun because, I don't know if you guys have tried two-player yet, but um, for how difficult the game is, when you're playing in two-player mode, when you die, you turn into a little ghost, and your teammate has a brief window of time where they can parry on you, and it will bring you back to life with one heart. So, um, you know... There's always there's always a actually. there's always a chance, yeah. Versus yeah. when you're playing by yourself, you know you're kind of screwed. There's no way to get more health, yeah, so it's like a nice wrinkle of the game. Yeah, we had a good time. It does make it a little crazier though, because all that's of a sudden there's a that's what I was thinking. Yeah, there's I another sprite on screen. Uh huh. 
And you're also trying to pay attention to your teammate because if they die, you want to bring them back. So it kind of messes with things a little bit. But it was fun. For a two-player game, it was fun. Who'd you play with? Uh, my girlfriend's brother. Okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, feedback. Let's see. See? This is a good place to start. So this is from... Alex, who says, hey, guys, so I'm exploring more podcasts. I started listening to one that I actually recommended to you guys before, but it's so good I have to recommend it again. It's called Top Score, and it's an interview with game composers, and it's great. It's a discontinued podcast, but there are plenty of episodes, and each one is unique and entertaining, even if you don't like the game that's correlated with the music. I'm also trying to get an SNES Classic this week. Target is getting a new batch, and I'm hopeful. Wish me luck. Finally, The Good Place on Netflix is based off an older movie with Albert Brooks, called defending your life it's funny and i recommend it have a good week alex p.s here's a link to top score in an interview discussing the opera scene from final fantasy 6 good stuff Ooh. there i want to hear that actually i'm pretty interested yep it's on our email mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i would uh i would definitely give that a listen but uh i've actually listened to it surprisingly oh. already yeah i think i don't know if somebody else recommended it I, maybe it was, i was just listening to another podcast that brought up top score because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how I would have stumbled on it. But he said he recommended it to us before. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what it was from. Uh, I definitely, I definitely listened to it. That the Final Fantasy six episode. Okay. Must have just not reported back. We got a couple football picks. Do we? Uh... Oh, speaking of football picks, uh, I created a portal on the website to submit your football picks. Okay. Only because, I mean, I'm happy that so many people are starting to submit them, but it gets a little out of hand when some are coming in on Twitter, some are in yeah. emails, some are on Facebook. You know, it's it's just it's too hard to keep track of them. So, if you want your football some picks to be counted, all you got to do is go to. You can go to our website, and uh, it's just football uh, in the main nav, but I think the actual URL is thumbstickathletes.com slash football hyphen locks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we want to take their picks for this week? Yeah, that, and then that's fine. We'll, we'll take them this week, uh, Maybe, and then... We should tweet yeah. it out and, and Facebook it out, probably. I did, oh, I did Facebook it out. Oh, perfect. Um, I didn't post on Twitter yet, but I will. But yeah, just um, in the future. And I'm not saying if, if you don't submit that way, we're not going to count it, but yeah. uh, it would just make our lives a lot easier. Yep. It ha- it's less likely to be missed. if it's Yeah. In, uh, and it's time. a really easy form to fill out. Uh, you can just add it to your favorites or whatever if you want. It's just your name and then drop downs for the week and your pick. So Are we in week seven? We are. Jeepers. All right, uh, Tito's. Uh, do wait, do I consider this stuff feedback? Oh, this is the football lock thing from Tito. Okay. What did? How did it come out? I didn't yeah. even really it test great. it. Yeah. Okay. Short and sweet. I just sent one in too. Okay. Cool. Oh, that's a good idea. All right. Uh, the next is from Idaho Jake, who says, "Hey guys, I was able to pick up South Park Fractured Butthole." And I'm enjoying it, but I think the first one is still better. I think my biggest issue is you can't block attacks anymore. I do like the combat and how they have made many games of you shitting in the toilet. <laughs> I don't think I'll say more, uh, but I do think you should play it. I'm going with my gut and picking the Jets over Miami. Now for Idaho Jake's This Day in Gaming History in 1995. 
Wolfenstein 3D was released for the 3DL. In 2010, Fallout New Vegas was released on everything. I remember I took two days vacation for that game. Thanks, guys, and carry on. <laughs> South Park. Uh, I skipped South Park for right now. Oh, we, did we talk about it on air or was it before? The podcast started. I can't remember, but I. I think you talked. Uh, well, we talked about it today. Right. That's what I mean. Before. Was it on the episode or was it before that we started? No, it was before. Okay. Yeah, I I plan on playing South Park. I'm hoping to get to it in November. Uh, I've got Fire Emblem coming out tomorrow, Mario Odyssey coming out next week, and I'm still trying to complete Near Automata and Divinity, and now uh, Shadow of War. So. I would like to have November be South Park time. Maybe even a little December, too. The only thing I have coming out in December that I know of that I have to get is Xenoblade 2. So, I definitely want to play it, though. Yeah, I do, too. Um, unfortunately, it's not... I don't want to play it enough to drop the full full price on it. Yeah. You know? That was kind of my problem, too. Uh, especially because I got Shadow of War for $33. I was hoping for a bigger Green Man gaming discount for it because I feel like I got the Stick of Truth for like $41 when it first came you did, out. I so, remember. yeah, so I'm also waiting for a steeper steeper discount than I think it was only 5% for right now, which is not quite enough for me to pull the trigger. So, bigger discounts, Dan. Bigger discounts. And part, a lot of it's time, too. So. Yeah, I might. Um, yeah, time is just the killer these days. Yeah. Bitch. It's not lack of gaming time. It's all the games I have to play when I do have the time. Yeah, and I mean that's kind of why I've I'm, I've been like trying to do this thing where I never never replay things or you know rewatch yeah. things just because there's so many new things that could be played and experienced. You know, it's. It's uh, as much as I want to go back and replay Final Fantasy VI again for the millionth time, or you know, play my 350th hour of Rocket League. It's just like it's so hard for me to not do that, though. <laughs> I know. Well, that's I why I just deleted it. Yeah, I can't. Do, I get so much enjoyment out of it, like that, and playing FIFA that I like. Yeah. No, I just can't. I'm well, with you. You said too, Eric, with your FIFA time, that's your social socialization. It is. Know, so. It is a lot of my social time too. That's a good point. So yeah, I don't know. My time's oof, my time is coming short here, boys. Yeah, you're gonna have even less. Cut right down on me. Uh, anyone remember Fallout New Vegas launch? Oh yeah, I do. I was so excited to play that game. Yeah, launch, huh? I I bought it at launch, but I'm pretty sure I couldn't play it for a couple weeks after it came out because it was buggy mess. See, I was I was fortunate. I didn't I didn't have too many issues with it. Okay. Yeah, I had a lot of bugs. I think one started literally right at the at the beginning of the game. I think you got it on PC, correct, Dan? No, I had it on 360 at that point. Oh, really? Okay, because I knew the PC issue or the PC port had a ton of issues, like more so than the consoles. Yeah. But also fan made patches to fix it. True. I yeah. Think, I think it took Bethesda a while to or obsidian i guess to to patch up fallout new vegas because i like obsidian more it was bethesda's fault okay that works yeah bad engine the dumpiest engine 
<laughs> buggy engine anyway. Alright, so that was from Jake. Next is from Eric, who says, Pond Hockey Podcast needs its own feedback inbox. Dan, mm. my buddy, is a huge Predators fan, and he's inconsolable over how good James Neal has looked this season for the Golden Knights. How do you cope? As an aside, he's also a Falcons fan, so imagine how gut-wrenching his sport Ooh. year went last year. On to video games, I started recently playing Final Fantasy XV again after false starting at launch. Something about it this time feels different. I've actually been having a good time. If any of you hated at launch and quit, now may be a good time to check it out again after a year of updates. Hope all is well, Eric. Well, I don't think that's the case because it won our game of the year. For 2014. He might mean 14. No, 14 was an MMO. No, I know. False. He said after a year of updates, so. Oh, yeah, I guess that would be Final Fantasy 15. I thought I just thought he meant Final Fantasy 14 because they launched it and pulled it because it was so bad. And then that's okay. Yeah, it probably was 15. Uh, I'm going to get Final Fantasy 15 when it comes out on PC. Sometime yeah. Next year, I think. Woo! So. On Steam. Woo! Yep, that's when I'll. I'll I'll take the plunge. You don't see Square Enix wasting time making their own online games platform. No, no, I bother. You have so much exposure on Steam. Yeah, you know, people actively hate the Xbox Windows, the Windows Store. Actively hate it. I don't know that anyone that likes it. You know, I just don't get like why a developer would think, "Hey, let's pull our games off of where everybody's playing the games to put them on our own thing." Yeah. Like, I just don't get where that would well, make even, sense. I mean, even uh, even good old games has their games on Steam, you know? Yeah. yeah. And they actually carved out a nice niche for themselves in the, the online distribution market. Yeah. By doing just... all DRM-free games and older games. Mm-hmm. It's just like, does Ubisoft honestly think, or Bethesda or EA, really like think that they're going to be able to compete with Steam? Like, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a direct competition as much as it is like let's keep them in our ecosystem. We know they want to play these games, so let's force them to play them in our eco- ecosystem so at least we can control that. Yeah, I don't know. I just think you're hampering. You yeah. Know, the, the I mean, <laughs> of course, yeah, we uh, you know, especially as consumers, that's the way that's the way we look at it, but those numbers have probably been crunched. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, a game like um, Recore is something I kind of want to play. Is mm-hmm. they might have just recently re- launched that on Steam. I would never buy a game like that on the the uh, Windows 10 App Store or whatever it's called. Ever? No. I mean, we already talked about Age of Empires this episode and how yeah. for me that's a deal breaker. If it's not on Steam, I'm I'm not gonna buy it. Yep. There's very few games that I'm really willing to like. Gears of War four and uh, Forza Horizon were games for me that I was like, I'll play them anyway on the crappy Xbox Live app. But <laughs> I want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was the one I tried to get working? It was Forza Horizon. It was wasn't Forza, it? yeah, it was, and I couldn't get it. Forza, it was uh, that I couldn't, I couldn't get it working. It's because c- you were signing in with Eric's or mine. We were trying to see if, yeah, if I could Cross sign play. in, yeah, with with Play Anywhere. Yeah, is that what what, what the feature was? Yeah. yeah, yep. But I couldn't get it working, so I quit. Yeah, 
pain in the butt. Yeah, if they're going to do that, at least at least allow allow some nefarious uh, means to play. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, Predators. James Neal, he has been really good for for Vegas. Um, I kind of, I, I don't uh, dwell on it. I guess I, I'm actually glad for him that he's doing well and and Vegas is doing well. Doing wish, well, they're first place in the West. No, I know, and and doing far better than anyone thought they would be. I think everyone and thought look, they would be a bottom feeder. Yeah, look good doing it too. I do like their jerseys. Mm-hmm. Or do you mean the team looks like good, solid? <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Both. Gotcha. <laughs> hey, I, I like a good snappy uniform, you know? <laughs> they look good. Oh, yeah, they do. I didn't mean handsome. I'm just saying I like their <laughs> Yes, their you did, Dan. Well, handsome, too. Dan's been partial to James Neal. <laughs> I made, I don't know if you guys remember this, but my character in the division looks exactly like James Neal. I remember that. Exactly. It's crazy. That was Dan's first foreshadow. Yeah. Leading up to this moment. Yep. <laughs> Where I profess my love for James Neal. James Neal, come back. Yeah. I uh, mean, like I said, I, I don't dwell on that sort of thing. Like, they made the decision they thought was right at the time. Uh, Yarn Crow could have had a much better playoff, especially, than, than James Neal. He, was, he, was, uh, he would play really well some games and disappear other games, so... Um, I think that factored into their decision, so it's it's fine. Plus, Yarn Crux is just a better name. It means Iron Hook in Sweden. There you go. Yeah. What does James Neal mean? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's two first names. You never trust a guy with two first names. Oh, you're right. Send his send his ass packing. It is spelled N E A L. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, but it's pronounced. Neal. That's a first name too. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Spell, I've never seen I mean, it. You can spell it any way you want. Oh, any damn way you want. You can spell it K-N-E-E-L and have it be a first name. Mm. That's true. Yep. Sounds the same. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, if the the feedback for the pond hockey, we'll have to talk to our producer, Corey, about that. Yeah. Not that. happening. You'll never get a submission box. No? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to do with it. We're still very unsure of um, a lot of pond hockey. I just put so much time and effort into thumbstick athletes that like pond hockey is just an afterthought. Plus the oh, Rangers. Well, yeah. <laughs> Once I start the uh, podcast network, then uh, there will be a podcast network page. There you go. That will include pond hockey and thumbstick athletes. And whatever other and silly podcasts we thing, start. We haven't announced that one yet. No, Ooh, we haven't. Can our, can our Pokemon Go be on there just for fun? Yep, Pogo <laughs> Podcast can be listed in the archives. Nope, I don't even want to be associated with that. Please don't. <laughs> My Other World Science Podcast will be there. Nice. And then our next uh, one, which we haven't announced yet. That one we haven't announced. And then the Relationship Podcast that Eric and I are doing. Yep. <laughs> we'll see about Corey and I's relationship. Yeah. Can we do a podcast on theology? Yep, Will's theology podcast. <laughs> well, explain theology like I'm five. Quick. Um, I don't know. All I know is um, around the NFL always makes jokes about their theology podcast. It's, it's a study of religion. Is it just religion? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they always you know say 
Save it for the theology podcast. Can we call it Will the Theologian? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Real quick on the NFL podcast. You know what was cracking me up was, uh, I don't know any of their names, but the one guy kept talking like an 80s rocker and then they would play the like 80s solo riff. Yeah. (laughs) I was fucking dying every time. That that whole bit was crazy because um, that guy literally made it a college like he had the last college football game and just made like played for Minot or coached it and then they yeah. got like the guy from Minot to come on and give him the key to the city. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, I hope Wes actually does come back. I think he's a, he will. Okay. Don't worry about him. Yeah, he doesn't sound great. No, but I mean. For anybody who knows somebody who's gone through chemotherapy, they know that they don't yeah. sound great. So, you know. Yeah. I think it's encouraging that he's been on at least once out of the three episodes for the week. But he's been cleared, right? I think he's going through... I don't know what it is. I know he got his surgery and it went away, but like he keeps going in for treatments, I think. Oh, okay. So I don't if... really know what's going on. If you don't know what we're talking about, the Around the NFL podcast is a football podcast that we all really, really like. Um, we're talking about one of the, the people on the show. Uh-huh. Highly re- recommend the podcast. It's very good. Yeah. It, it, honestly, that podcast is the reason I got interested in football again. Yep. Same here. I, I mean, I hadn't really watched. And on a whim, I forget, it was like opening opening week last season. I was like, ah, maybe I'll... Maybe I'll tune into a podcast and see what's going on with football. And I, that was the podcast I, I happened to listen to. And because of that, uh, I am way more interested in football than I've ever been. <laughs> yeah, nice. same with me. I just love the the four of them. Yep. Every episode. Yep. Normally it happens the other way around. People who love football go out and find a podcast to talk about football. But I don't know. It's not the, this time. The world in which we live. Where are we, Dan? Are we still doing feedback? Yes, we are. We have two more pieces. Let's hit it. Okay. This is from Miguel, who says, What's up, gentlemen? I'm still working on another TSA trivia game. I hope to have one uh, on my next feedback. I'm writing you today to make a suggestion and hit you with a question. I was listening to the last podcast, and I wanted to make a suggestion on keeping track of our NFL lockdown picks, if I may. Um for the listener picks, I was thinking just like how you guys post on Twitter, a new TSA episode is now available. What if you guys create another post requesting to submit our NFL lockdown picks for each week? This gives a listener a chance to send or post their pick on the same thread of this tweets, which ultimately will make it easier for you guys, the TSA crew, to keep track of everyone's picks. Those who don't have a Twitter account can continue emailing them. I know a couple of weeks ago my pick wasn't mentioned, which didn't matter anyways because my pick lost. I hope that made sense or it's not too much to ask for. Now I'll demand for thumbstick athletes uh, is to bring awareness on finding Mr. Bobo the cat. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to share a joke, uh, which I used to tell and completely forgot about until Dan reminded me when he told us the story of his grandpa's attempt, uh, grandpa's attempt to get rid of that damn cat joke. A man absolutely hated his wife's cat and decided to get rid of him one day by driving him 20 blocks from his home and leaving him at the park. As he was getting home, the cat was walking up the driveway. The next day, he decided to drive 40 blocks away. He put the beast out and headed home. 
<laughs> Driving back up his driveway, there was a cat. He kept t- taking the cat further and further. The cat would always beat him home. At last, he decided to drive a few miles away, turn right, then left, past the bridge, then right again, uh, and another right until he reached what he thought was a safe distance from his home, and he left the cat there. Hours later, the man calls uh, home to his wife. Jen, is the cat there? Yes, the wife answers. Why do you ask? Frustrated, the man answered, put that son of a bitch on the phone. I'm lost in need directions. <laughs> <laughs> nice oh that's good that is good uh hopefully you've heard that before uh anywho on to the question if money wasn't an issue meaning no limits of how much you will spend and no regrets what type of theme video game party would you each of you throw for a large group again money is not an issue you can pick the venue size of your choice you can have custom build props hire characters to suit up in costume to fit your theme have someone build you a robotic character or even create drinks inspired from the games of your choice your imagination would be the only limit. Now excluded any Super Mario theme. Sorry, Dan. Uh, for the sake, that would be an easy pick for a lot of us, in my opinion. Now, my original reaction was I would love to host a Star Trek bridge crew simulator party. Uh-huh. God, you dork. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think the question was video game themed versus like an actual video game playing party. Yeah, that's the yeah. Okay. I would still love to throw a Star Trek Bridge Crew Simulator party yeah. with everybody with VR headsets dressed up in uh, Starfleet attire. Yeah, that'd be sick. That would be awesome. Um, Bill and I are busy that night. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they have like an alcohol in Star Trek too, where you can just take something and it immediately removes, removes the effects? Oh, wow. that would be nice. Like an anti-hangover pill? Mm-hmm. It's like an anti-alcohol pill. I can't remember. There, I, I'm, my Star Trek uh, isn't my Star Trek knowledge isn't very deep, but I feel like I saw an episode. I think we have some listeners who really like Star Trek, so if you do have the answer to that, let me know. My initial thought was Skyrim mm-hmm. or The Witcher. Okay. You know? Yeah. But I think I'd go with The Witcher. What would you do? Money up. is n- money is no object, Eric. I don't need anything fancy, Corey. Just dress up and in the uh, in that kind of setting and go and play Gwent at the pub. <laughs> Have someone dress up as some of the horrible monsters. Yeah. How about a Shadow of War party in New Zealand with cosplayers that I can murder? That <laughs> That was where well, my thought was going minus the murder, too. Oh, um, but yeah, it would be Shadow of War themed, uh, you know, being that I love the the universe, obviously. Have everyone dress up as their own, like, nemesis character. Or Corey, how dare captain. you ask what I would do? I'm the Witcher. <laughs> Money's would no you object, do in Eric. Shadow of War, if you couldn't kill things, if you couldn't murder everything, what would you do? I would, I would still have uh, cosplay actors in New Zealand. On the trail to Mordor, and I would have them treat me like That's not the, a video game party. The That's Bright Lord exploring the world. No, he said a video game themed party. We'd be drinking. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> In New Zealand with cosplayers on the trail to Mordor. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would want to have mine in a uh, like an orc fortress looking thing 
and yeah. the only kind of uh, drink that you could have is grog. It would have to be grog because that's the alcoholic beverage of choice for orcs and Mordor. That'd be yeah. Fun. I'm just not very creative, is what I'm, I'm not either. It's just, or <laughs> the game's on the top of my mind, so some sort of Mass Effect thing would be fun. You could uh, commission a shuttle to go into space. Yeah, if money was no object. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that. If money was no object, that's what I would do. Something like that. You could have them put appendages on to make it look like the Normandy. Yeah. You could have a romance with just one other person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In space. <laughs> zero, well, G, zero G jugs. Well, you've been quiet on this one. Um, My first thought was uh, a dead or alive themed party. <laughs> oh, beach volleyball. Yeah. I'm in. I like it. And then my second thought would be... I in the referee's chair, right? Yeah, 100%. And then my second thought was doing something like Forza Horizon, where oh. Lee is like... Our festival. Yeah, kind of like choose a, a a location and like have have like little festivals that pop up here and there. People can race and so on and so forth. That would be fun. So if you want racing and exploration, there's that or beach volleyball. Take your pick, That's people. That's a tough choice. For me, anyway. I know what my pick is. <laughs> beach volleyball, but only video game podcasters are allowed there. Yes. What if, how about this? What if Thumbstick Athletes could host a, a party? <laughs> like, nobody best, would come. Best venue in the world party what would we do for it same thing we do now we'd wait nothing. till the last minute and do nothing <laughs> <laughs> yep okay we'd always say we would ge- get around to planning it and we yeah. just never would be amazing yep. speaking of waiting to the last second have we announced that we're doing extra life no, no I'm, not, I'm not doing fucking extra life not i think this. i think dan planned to announce it this episode no i didn't but I've... Wow, you really—you just ruined it, Will. <laughs> no, I, I just said he did. I didn't want to make a big announcement. I think we've talked about it a little bit on air, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, we, we... Yeah, you brought it up. Okay, we, we just need um, to set up our team and figure out what we're doing for that. But and I'll, I'll throw this out, out there, Eric. If I, I understand you can't and won't do twenty-four hours, but even if you want to do a little bit, we could we could set something up, a couple hours even. You know, it's up to it you. Really, you. It really depends. Yeah, how you, things I'm... are going with the child. I get it. You don't have to do anything. I'm just saying, if if you wanted to be a part of it, you know, don't worry about yeah. the time commitment. Yeah, it really depends. Like, uh, maybe I could pop in something you guys were playing, like Cuphead. Yeah, that's a good idea, or something like that. You could join in because Will and I are going to do Saturday, November fourth. Fourth. Okay. Also, oh. Corey, we're going to make Why was one. I thinking that was in February. Four in February might be what you're thinking of. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's in like three still, weeks. Still not gonna do it, but I'm far more likely to participate <laughs> in your guys' streams. Um, you said November what now? Fourth. It's Fourth. Saturday. Oh, it's okay. two weeks from tomorrow. I'm actually writing that schedule work now. I'm working that day, but I mean, you 24 hours. So wait, mm-hmm. I thought it was no, a Saturday, Corey. You no, know we should do. It is. It is a Saturday. Right. Okay. You guys ever done the Jackbox Party Pack? Oh yeah should do that i played it on monday actually yeah we should do that that's good times 
who has it? Does anybody have it? I have it on PlayStation. So you guys aren't going to be together, are you? No. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how we would do Can that. Can you play through the browser? Yes. I don't see why you wouldn't be able to. You can play on a TV, like a Fire Stick. Yeah, maybe. We'll do some research. Okay. That would be fun. Yeah. So maybe I'll plan on doing uh, Sunday into early Monday. Yeah, yeah. Whatever works for you, Dan. That would probably be best. I'm thinking, Will, uh, and real we don't quick, have to go ahead. Real, real quick, can we just, instead of having separate profiles with me and you, Corey, can we just do one team? I'm not sure what you're asking for you, the, extra, the Extra Life like yeah, platform. And, yeah, instead of you and I both like having our own accounts and like, oh, you can either donate to Will or Corey. Can we just have Will, Martha, and Corey, oh, Martha? I think we see who the favorite is. <laughs> we, could, um, we could do just the thumbstick Cor- athletes team and i'll use yeah. the same one yeah that's actually that's true if you want to do that uh, yeah you can yeah oh cory hates it cory wanted to be the i don't hate popular. it Corey. yeah cory wants to see who makes Corey the most money stick out. i don't think i've ever made the most money first of all second of all uh the reason i hesitate is because it's not that's not an effective way to reach people that you know is with a generic team profile as opposed to an individual profile. I mean, I'm not going to... I'm just going to say, hey, I'm doing this, donate to it anyway, and send them the Well, link. it's for the friggin' kids, man. Show some I, No, I compassion. am. I am, but the way I'm going to do it is just send them the link to the team thing anyway. So, like, it wouldn't matter having yeah, them jump through say, hoops hey, to find my... Hey, you can do whatever game. you want. You asked my thoughts, I gave them to you. Well, now I don't want to do it, and I'm suddenly really mad. Now he doesn't want to do the, the thing at all. Why is my? He, he doesn't care about the kids anymore. Oh, I love the kids. I love kids. <laughs> I'm gonna host my own charity event called Will Murtha. Mm-hmm. with hookers and blackjack. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'd watch. Sure. Okay. Where were we? Extra life. Uh, yep. Oh, uh, I was going to say, I'm probably going to start at, like, 4.30 or 5 a.m., Will. Good God. Well, I I kind of determined that that's the best way to do it, because then you can still sleep yep. the night before, and then you can go to bed, It's you know, at 4.30 or whatever, Sunday morning. Yeah, so you're not... For four or five hours, and yeah. it's not super late in the morning. It's Yeah, yeah you're not losing a, a day. Right. I mean, yeah, but good God. It's not that bad. You can get up, you, you have a it. cup of coffee, you're you're fine. Before right as rain. We, before we've done six to six. That's what we did last time, two years ago. That that I mean that works too. I'll probably try to go a little earlier though. Maybe yeah. five. Four thirty's fine, whatever. I have very fond memories of Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Played through that whole game. Yeah, you did, that's right. Yeah. That's like it's gold release day. It's like gold when you find a game that you're content with on Extra Life Day. Yeah. Well, I played through... Did I beat Diablo? That night? I don't think you beat it. I played a lot of it. Because I remember I played... I I played with you for a bit. Yeah, I finished with Diablo because it's mindless. 
And then I think I was playing Rocket League right at the very end, and everybody kept yelling at me because I was driving up the walls because I was dozing off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Miguel ends with, "All right, gentlemen, as always, sorry for the questionable grammar. That is all for me. Avenger out. Thanks." I feel Avenger. like he had some stuff I wanted to bring up. Oh, uh, his suggestion. I like his suggestion for football. Uh-huh. So what? What I think I'll, I will do. That web form will always be there, and every week we will just tweet out. You yeah, know, to don't forget to submit your picks. You can click the link or just submit it in that thread. That way we know it's in one of two places, Twitter, on that Twitter thread, or in our email. Perfect. So. Excellent. Um, and then he sent his pick for week seven, so. Nice. Have that. Um, Tito, Eric. Bobo the cat will never be found. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it for feedback right we i mean we got a lot of stuff in our email yes okay if we missed anything let us know like i said there's a there's a few more from alex talking about top score and then there's a couple football ones so but i think i got all the feedback feedback yeah okay football picks Footy ball picks. Um, do we want to do, do the game giveaway? game giveaway? Oh, that's right. We always do game giveaway first. So we got Alex Dan, at one. How could you forget our game giveaway? I don't know. It's that's been a long day. Alex, Tito, Jake, Eric, Miguel. Yes. And the winner is Jake. Wow, Number three. And I still owe... I gotta go through this. Uh, I still owe Tate. Remember me? I still owe Tito. God mode. I still owe Derek. Bejeweled. Michael in Minnesota still has his pick of Oil Rush, Event Zero, Octodad, Dadliest Catch, Rhyme, Berta, or the amazing combo pack of Risen Two, Sacred Two Gold, Saints Row Two, Saints Row the Third. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex has his choice of Poker Night at the Inventory, Medal of Honor, Back to the Future, the Game, Prison Architect, and Dirt Showdown. Alex picked Prison Architect. Yes, he did. He did. Okay. Yes. So there's That's that. Feedback folder. Uh, Johnny has his pick of Thomas Was Alone, Dead Space 3, Puzzle Agent, Devil Daggers, and Tiny and Big in Grandpa's Leftovers. He abstains. What does that mean? That he would he like he would like somebody else to get a pick out of game. That's insulting. What, our games aren't good enough? For you, Johnny? That's pretty much exactly right, Corey. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Um, okay. I'll just delete it then. Back in the pot they go. Back in the pot. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks for donating. Alright, Jake. Games 1 through 197 and the first one up is number 8. The Outsiders. DLC, the Outsider DLC. Is that with the <laughs> greasers and the socias? I wonder if it's oh, Warhammer man. DLC. I love that. The Outsider DLC. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> uh, I love how uh, we just have no idea what it is. <laughs> so I think I 
explain what happened here, but at some point my list went from a bulleted list with sub bullets to just a straight bulleted list. So all the sub bullets got moved over as main games. Perfect. So I'm not sure which game that belongs to. I'll have to find out. I think it's Warhammer. Let me let me look while you. <laughs> so whatever it is, Jake. Part of it's coming with the Outsider DLC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one up, number twenty-five, Dark Heritage: Guardians of Hope. Oh, I think that's that a point-and-click adventure. What did I say? Dark Heritage: Guardians of Hope. Yes. Dark Heritage: Guardians of Hope. Or is it possibly Steam World Heist? Um, doubt it. It's the only one I can find, brother. Try the Escapists. See if it's the Escapists part of the Escapist DLC. This might answer it, too, because there's another piece of DLC called the Schlusselschloss DLC (laughs) right above it. I kid you not, that's what it says. Yeah, it's Warhammer. It's Warhammer DLC. Uh, So the game would be Warhammer End Times Vermintide. Oh, okay. Sluice and slosh. (laughs) (laughs) Boy. I hope he gets that one, too. 183. Puzzle Agent 2. I do see. Number four, 138, is Husk. That game's all right, I think. Yeah. And the last one, number 94, Tales from Space, Mutant Blobs Attack. Oh, boy. There's your winner. Yeah, it sounds like a doozy. There's your winner. So again, Jake, your options are Warhammer End Time, Vermintide, Dark Heritage, Guardians of Hope, Puzzle Agent 2, Husk, and Tales from Space Mutant Blobs Attack. All right. I don't think anybody runs a better game giveaway than we do. No, nope, no. we have the best. Best in the biz. You know, on Steam, Tales from Space has a 9 out of 10. Wow. There you go. See? 8 out of 10 on IGN. Okay. We don't Eight have any shovelware. These are all very <laughs> high quality. Highly- Highly vetted games. Even Schlusenschlag. Even Schlusenschloss. <laughs> That's it. Okay. So football then. Football it is. All right. What's the skinny, Corey? Boy, I don't know. Um, what? You didn't come prepared, tallied. No, I never have it tallied. This is a big week for me and Will. Okay, uh, we'll start on the left here and start with Dan. 49ers, did they win? No, they didn't, unfortunately. It was close. Zero more points for Dan. Atta boy, Dan. Eric, the Bears. They won in overtime. Ooh, do you know the point, the closing odds? I can look at them quick if you don't. I thought, I thought you handled that part of it. Uh, God, now we got to know our points. I want to say it was six. The Bears. Hey, Will, if you want to take this over, you're more than welcome to. 
By the way, Raiders up on the Chiefs right now in the third. Oh man, I don't have closing lines. No, he's playing. Oh. Anybody got Amari Cooper in fantasy? I do. No, but the guy playing me does. 125 and two touchdowns. Michael Pretty Patrick. sure I benched him. You know why? Because oh, he's, he's done been nothing. Sucky all year, yeah. It figures. The first week I bench him after him giving me nothing is oh, when he goes off. Sorry. Bullshit. Maybe I didn't bench him because I have 26 points. Oh, I didn't bench him. Look at that. Nice. Luck. Anyway. Did we figure out the bear spread? Uh, I can't find closing odds for week six on our site. Pretty sure it was... Which game was it? Something tells me it was six and a half. Yeah, that's what I saw. Well, when I put it in, it was six and a half. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Oh, 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 we go closing? Yeah. Oh. It's five and a half. Five and a half? Yeah, five and a half, yep. All right. I like that six and a half number better, but... (laughs) The Dolphins with twelve and a half. Oh, man. Uh, Wait, I don't have the closing odds for that game, but I know they won. Which game? Oh, yeah. Dolphins. Dolphins. Who picked that? Will Will did. Closing odds were 13 and a half. Nice, Will. Atlanta. I picked the Lions. They did not win. So that's two two in a row I was a failure at. Idaho Jake picked the Eagles. Whoops. They won. Three. Closing odds. Three. Yep. Three more points for Idaho Jake, who is uh, up there. Up there in points. Uh, Tito in L.A. did not have a pick, as far as I know. Don't think so. Ryan in Iowa also had the Lions, who did not win. Um, Solution slosh. Did Eric, a.k.a. Zephyr, have a pick? Mm, not that I know I don't of. think so. Yeah, did not that me- I remember. Did Miguel have a pick? Yes. Bears over Ravens. Bears. The Bears. Not bears. Not bears. They Did they win? Yes. yes. Five and a half, was that what it was? Yep. Yep. All right. Miguel up there, too, in points. Uh, Dustin, did the Cowboys win? Dustin has picked the Cowboys every week. Were they, they on had a, last week? That, yeah, they had a bye. Oh, sorry, Dustin. I can't give you points there. Uh, Blake had a pick. What was Blake's pick? Does anybody remember? No. Um, yeah, hopefully with the new way to submit these, this will be a little less painful for everybody listening. Uh, he went with the Bears. Five and a half points. What was with everybody picking the Bears? Was there something to that? I, I was on a whim for me. The Bears. Uh, Valerie and Endwell picked the 49ers. Yeah, we both picked them at the same time. That's right. Close, uh, they did but... not win. Okay, uh, that's all the submissions I had. If there were more, please, please let, let me know. know. And yeah. um, oh, Ryan had a pick. Ryan, yeah, the the Lions. Okay, uh, yeah. If I missed yours, just let me know. Uh, we'll start with me, who happens to still be in first place, barely. 
with 16 points, and I will go with... This is actually the first time I'm looking at the odds. Oh, boy. Who's the big one here? Okay, I'm going to go with... Do it. Just just pick it. You know what I'm looking at? You know which one I'm eyeing? Looking at Giants? I am looking at the Giants. I thought about it. Just do it. Ooh. No, that's that's a little too risque. Ris- risque. Uh, Tampa Bay at Buffalo? Get the fuck out of here. You don't think the Bucks will beat the Bills? Fuck no, they won't. We're coming uh, off the bye week. No, is Jameis no. Winston hurt too? Yeah, he, he's playing, but he's still hurt. Okay. Got an injury to his shoulder. He hasn't been good anyway. Yeah, no, he's been pretty bad. I'm going Giants. Although I'm not sure why. <laughs> well, they showed they a little light. good with all their backups. Uh, they, yeah, they did. Yeah, their practice team's awesome. <laughs> I like that Darkwa running back. Yeah. Orleans Darkway. He's pretty awesome. That was their first 100 yard rusher in three years, two years. God. Doesn't seem possible. I want to see more more Paul Perkins. Yeah, he's out. No, I like okay. the duo of, of Darkwa and, and Gallman. He didn't look as good last game, but he's looked okay the game yeah. before. Next up would be Dan in second place with 14 points. 14 points. Uh, who did I have up here? I'm going to go Baltimore over Minnesota. Sam Bradford's still out, right? Yes. Case Keenum's played well. Yeah. That ends this week. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to the radio earlier, and they were talking about how Joe Flacco is really going to lay an egg against the Vikings <laughs> defense. Yeah, I could see that. He laid an egg for me in fantasy last week. Got that weenie factor. (laughs) (laughs) Always the weenie factor. Uh, Third place is a tie between Will and Jake with 13 and a half points. Just half a point behind Dan. So Will's storming back in one pick. Yeah, I mean, I'm a genius. What can I say? (laughs) But I'm going to take Atlanta over New England for three and a half. Falcons at three and a half. Didn't believe in them last week, but I will be this week. All right, Eric. Um, I'm going Redskins over the Eagles. Redskins currently sitting at four and a half. Correct. Okay. Do we have other picks? I know there were some in feedback. Yes. Uh, did Jake have a pick? Yes. Jake picks the Jets over Miami. Jake with the Jets. All right. Uh, did Tito have a pick? Yes. Tito is picking the Packers. Packers. Oh, without Rodgers. Uh, Ryan in Iowa. Not that I know of. I think he did on Twitter. I'll check Twitter. Okay. Uh, well, Eric's checking Ryan. Eric, a.k.a. Zephyr. Um, 
doesn't look like he sent. I know he had a feedback, and if yep, it was included in his feedback. feedback. Okay, and Miguel had a pick this week, right? Yes, his was uh, 49ers over Cowboys. 49ers. Dustin sticking with the Cowboys. Yeah. Blake has not submitted a pick yet, as far as I know. Ryan took uh, the Packers over the Saints. That's not a bad pick, actually. <laughs> uh, okay, and Val in Endwell. Nothing no yet. pick yet. She's okay. upstairs. Otherwise, I'd ask her. I think that's it. Did anybody else have any that uh, weren't? And keep in mind, if you're interested but have not submitted yet. Not too late. Not too late. Will got in. Uh, after six six weeks of zero, <laughs> Will's in the fray. Tied for third. Yeah, Calling for blood. I kind of wish we settled on a uh, prize before we started doing this. But now that it's close again, maybe we can start talking about a prize. Have to come up with something um, on the submission portal on the website. I said, yeah. I said, the winner gets the Thumbsake Athletes Major Award uh-huh. without specififying what it is. Nice. So we'll have to come up with something. It's a major award. I think it would be different if it's us versus a listener. So sure. Okay, that'll do it for football picks. Um, I think that's everything, right? Next week, we're going to do Fire Emblem Warriors. Me and Will will probably have played a significant amount by next week, right? Oh, yeah. Hoping. Okay. So oh, I, thought we were, I thought we were doing Fractured Butt Hole. No. No one's going to play it before then, right? Yeah, that would that would hinder that. Yeah. <laughs> that episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then the week after that will probably be Mario Odyssey. I can't believe that's coming out already. Holy I crap. Where did the time tomorrow. go? Crazy. I wonder how I'm going to play it. Will, you're getting close to finals, right? Your best bet is spring semester, so end of January. Dang. To get any all and any and all of my consoles for an extended period of time. Thanksgiving. I'm coming down Thanksgiving Wednesday to Sunday. Big okay. weekend of... Well, our sister's going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. She doesn't mind watching me play Nintendo Switch. That's true. She spent many many a day watching us play <laughs> Nintendo way back when. <laughs> what are you talking about? She didn't spend any time doing that. She just yelled at us to get off the computer. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. And then if we wouldn't, she'd go tell on us. Yep. And then we'd be told to get off. Mom and Dad oh. would take the Ethernet cable that we had a backup of. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yep. Oh boy. We're Any- sad sacks. Anywho, that was just so we could play EverQuest. <laughs> I love it. Those were the days. Anyway, that'll do it for episode three twenty six of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.